Hi out there, it's me, Brianna. You're listening to Anime Cast. You can find us on youtube.com slash Save the Game Media and podcast services. If you want to show Save the Game Media some extra love um, and get early access to our content, you can find us at patreon.com slash Save the Game Media. We just updated our tier system, so we have a 1, 5, and 10. Um, so if you just want to do $1, you'll get your name read and you get some other benefits as well. So try it out. Um, today I am joined by my co-host and friend, Kyle. Sup. How are Sup. <laughs> How are you? And what have you been watching? I'm good. Uh, I literally, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, just finished the newest uh, Tear Moon uh, Empire or mm. whatever uh, episode for the week. Uh, that, man, it's really good. Silverlink? Silverlink's knocking it out of the park. Um, I didn't realize it was done by them until, I don't know, like a week ago. But I was like, oh, I was like, I'd be cool if they did ReZero and then went back to this. Oh, wait, is that them? Who is Silverlink? Who does ReZero? I think, am I thinking of the wrong one? I need to look now. Do it. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, unfortunately. Who does the anime? Oh, White Fox. All right. Well, different. So never mind. Uh, ignore what I just said. Um, I was thinking of Silver Fox. That's where my mind went. Does it, um, does it make sense? No. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> what I was, that's what I was thinking of. Um, but anyway, Silverlink is crushing it. Tier Moon Kano is great. Um, yeah. So watch that. And then I just been watching the, the normal stuff. Eminence and Shadow is still good. Uh, that, Rainy day protocol. I watched it was so bad. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> well, I watched today's episode. And I'm like, this is a dumpster fire. I'm like, this is legitimately like. And a you keep three... watching it. I'm like, this is like a three out of ten. The animation's uh, bad. The story's bad. Nothing about this is good. The characters are bad. Um, I'm very lost as to why you're still watching it, but you know. I you know I feel like. There's three episodes left. I might as well just sunken finish cost it. fallacy. Yes, it is. I'm I'm very prone to the sunken cost fallacy. Um, yeah, but your like your sunken cost limit is like you watched one episode and now it's too late. <laughs> That's not true. I dropped one piece. I dropped. I dropped girlfriend. I girlfriend. Keep, um, I keep going in and out of one piece. I got really hyped because of the live action, which was fantastic. I, I dropped that uh, saving 80,000 gold for my future show or whatever. Oh, it was. that was that garbage. Was, that was Ugh. garbage as well. Oh, it was so garbage. You know, I do drop things occasionally. Just sometimes mm -hmm. I get I get really sucked into to trash. Yeah, clearly. It's like when you're watching a really bad reality show and you're just like, this is awful. I'm going to watch every episode. Mm -hmm. Shout out Jersey Shore. Shout out. So, um, I haven't really watched much this week. Um, I've been somewhat kind of watching podcasts, but like that doesn't count as shows. And then I, I'm in my 10,003 watch of New Girl, but I just watched that like while I work. Um, I did rewatch Across the Spider Verse because why not? I just watched Into the Spider Verse like live in concert. So mm -hmm. I was like, may as well watch the second one since I watched the first one. 
And man, I love that show so much. They're fantastic. They're so good. They're fantastic. They're, they're, I'm such a fangirl when Miguel gets mad. I'm like, oh my God, chase after me. <laughs> they, what they are doing with that style of animation is what I wish more Western animation studios and stuff would do. Um, rather than make every Pixar movie look exactly the same for the 90th thousandth time. Like, mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. I don't well, want to see any is, of these. Is, the thing is, is I think that people misunderstand that, like, the thing is, is what Pixar does, what DreamWorks does, what Disney does, like, they're very good at what they do, but they're really big studios with huge budgets and, like, they have a unique art style, like, that, that should just be theirs, right? And other studios, instead of just saying, like, we're going to do our own art style, they try and mimic the, the popular studio's art style in hopes that it will allow them some popularity as well. But, like, as we're seeing with Spider-Verse, if you commit to your own thing, mm -hmm. like, it's, it's... Break out of the box that you're confining yourself in, you know? Try something different. It's one of the reasons why I think that animation resonates with me so much with like storytelling as as a storytelling medium is because it, animation truly is limitless beyond like I mean obviously like there's budget and stuff like that but like you can really tell any kind of story you want right someone cut out Bree saying animation is limitless and that's like this tagline for a new like streaming service you know how like they I do feel those like Somehow a collaboration between like anime cast and no limits. Oh. So yeah. if we ever collab between the two podcasts, we'll just call it animation is limitless. But okay. <laughs> One um, no okay. anime. I have a question for you. And yeah. I'm hoping this won't take too much time. But um I need to read more books before the end of the year. Oh, cool. But I just if I just if I just do manga, then it doesn't count as like a book book because why not? It does, but my I'm competing against my dad's girlfriend Rosa. Okay, and so she's she doesn't read like super long books. Like I read like a 900 or over a thousand page. I can't remember how big it was. Like fan fiction, right? So she's not reading like that level. <laughs> But she's also like not reading like super short, like manga is really short, right? So I need something yeah. that's in between. So I kind of want to read a light novel series, but I I'm having trouble deciding. So let me let me give you some information. Okay. I have the first volume um, that I read of Mushoku Tensei. I own the second one, but I haven't read it. I own the first four volumes of ReZero. Um, and I own the first couple of volumes of Ascendance of a Bookworm. So I already own those three that I could read. Um, I think I have the first volume of Adachi and Shimamura, if I remember correctly. And that's like what I have access to. However, mm -hmm. I am willing to purchase a series if it's like this is like the book series you should read. Okay. Do you want... A recommendation for like a series that's ended like that you could like read the whole series of in a reasonable amount of time mm, 
not necessarily. I think I'm okay if it's not finished, as long as okay. it will be finishing. Like, I don't want anything that's like, like for example, a princess jellyfish that's just never going to be over. Yeah, I'm or not uh, it's not or Haruhi, which which yeah. gets one novel every ten years. Yeah, um, I don't want that. Um, out of the ones you named, I think, I think Mushoku Tensei is is maybe wait now because there's like 26 volumes of it and okay. i feel like if you go down that rabbit hole especially because the anime just finished mm -hmm. that it might be a little harder to get through um i kind of want to say redescendants of a bookworm okay just because it's been a little bit since the anime finished with that one and i just hear such great things about it okay um, fair enough but if you're looking for a super quick read, Adachi to Shimamura is super fast. Um, I think I, I think I, the longest volume of that I think I read in I don't know an hour and fifteen minutes, um, because Seven Seas, you know, does the actual like small light novel, so like there's oh, not okay. that there's, there's not that many like words per page, um, so they're super quick reads, and I think they are all I don't know sub two hundred maybe pages um so those are super quick if you want an actual like recommendation that's different than any of that uh one of my favorite late novel series is finished and it's called torture princess and okay. my god is it one of the best pieces of fiction i've ever read in my entire life okay i'm, I'm assuming it's a yuri it's not <gasps> what it's not are you allowed to recommend stuff that's not Yes, I think I, you we know, might I be do, breaking a law right now. <laughs> I do read things that are not Yuri. I, I mean, I don't read stuff that's not somehow like queer related for the most part. <laughs> but if you wanted to go down a super big rabbit hole, you know, mm -hmm. I'm talking like 65 volumes and still going. A certain sign, a certain uh, magical index. Oh, okay. No, a certain magical index. But oh, then okay. you would need to read the spinoff of a certain scientific railgun and Astral Buddy and Accelerator. You know, it's basically the MCU before the MCU existed. I don't think I'm looking for that much. <laughs> okay, geez, I was just, you know, trying to broaden your horizons. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. I keep wanting to read ReZero because I'm like, I want to know what happens to Rem. Like, I'm dying You're not going to find know. that out in the first four volumes, though. No, no, I won't. That's just how much I own. I can buy more. Yeah, okay, but you're not going to read all that before the end of the year. Yeah, that's true. I have to read, I think I have to read five books by the end of the year. Which huh. isn't that bad. It's not bad. You can do that. It's... Yeah, I mean, my problem is, is that I usually read pretty big books. Like, I was starting to read Babel by R.F. Kong. And that's a pretty big book, too. And I keep doing that. The thing about and Light there's Novel. a fan fiction that I want to read. I have to look this up. Yeah. There's, a, well, there's a fan fiction that's huge that I want to read. Well, the thing about light novels is, you know, they're super easy to read. You could read like half a one a night and then be done with the book in two days. Mm -hmm. um, not a huge time commitment. Uh, but right, also, but they still count as books because they're Yeah, like they still count as, yeah. That's why I like, that's why I like them. Um, oh, you if you want a one-off... Um, light novel, uh, Three Days of Happiness. Three Days of Happiness? Three Days of Happiness, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so Torture Princess and Three Days of Happiness. Okay, I'll I'll write those down and I'll check them out and see. I have no idea what I'll actually end up reading, but I got I got to do something. The not reading thing has not been working out for me. Um, okay, so I want to look up. Okay, yes, I understand. Um, does this have a word count? Here we go. Um, so I want to read a fan fiction that is 527,000 words. Okay. All right. And for those who are in the That's know. Like, the like four scripts called, of the movie. Yeah. It's called All the Young Dudes. Is what it's called. So. And it's it's a yaoi. And it's about all yeah. the young dudes. Just, just getting it, no, it, it out. It is, it is, a, it's supposed to be a slow burn, um, gay, and it's supposed to be, like, a bunch of, like, Harry Potter characters, but it's, like, written from, like, the time that, like, Harry Potter's, like, uh, parents are, like, going through school, so. It's so supposed to be really good. So Snape and James are just bumping on Maybe, these. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> That's why he actually was wasn't happy. He wasn't in love with Harry's mom. He wasn't in love with Lily. He was, he was actually dad. in love with James. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. We I'll check it, it out. We check. We solved all of his problems. Um. Okay. Thank you for your recommendations. I'll let you guys know what I end up reading. Um. There's a chance that I'll just end up reading a huge fan fiction again. Um. <laughs> We'll see. I also have to read Manacled for those who are in the know of fan fiction. Why am I only reading Harry Potter fan fictions? I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I did download Avatar The Last Airbender fan fictions, though. Specifically Zutara stuff. Because I was like, I feel like Zuko and Katara should have gone, should have been together. So I'm Everything my... changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. They set it up. They set up their relationship so well, and then they don't. I have get no together. idea what you're talking about. I it's don't okay. know. Who, it's don't okay. Know you would agree with are. me. You would agree with. It's from Avatar. The last. Are movie. they girls? No. Well, then no. I One's a agree. dude. They don't really have any good like Yuri ships. <laughs> Trash tier show. That's not true. Um, you can't ship two girls together. <laughs> Terrible. I'm trying to think if they're. It, there's really not there to be fair in i'm so sorry mild spoilers i guess for cora oh who cares legend of cora um cora and asami get together like and those are the two main families. i always said cora you know up here that that ang kid down here i genuinely that show has some of the best writing ever but we won't get into it okay so um, today we will be talking about Suzume. Um, Kyle has been dying to speak on this, so I will let him go and probably um, upset me. <sighs> go ahead. Is this a full spoiler? We're going to go full spoilers, you guys. I, okay. yeah, I just, just, yeah, bye. If you've not I seen it, I'm so sorry. I can't go talk about it. it without doing full spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't hate it. So I just want to get, the, I just want that up front. I don't hate it. Can I get I, your rating up front? Just so I have a I gave it a seven. Okay. Okay. I feel better now. Okay. Go ahead. So I didn't, it's not like, it's not like I thought it was 
like mediocre or anything. I think visually, very, very beautiful movie. Right. Um, so good. Um, but I don't think that's anything new for his films. I think they're all visually stunning. Um, whether it's your name or Weathering with You or Garden Awards, even though I don't like that one. Um, I've never seen that one. Um, but the food looks good, though. The food always looks good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when uh, when Susan May was uh, traveling and she stopped at the, that one person's and they were making uh, well, how would they make? Alma rice and then they put the like fried noodles on top of it or whatever. I was just uh-huh. like, what? I was like, okay. I was like, that looks good though. Um, but anyways, my my issue with the movie is that I feel like it skips over a lot, and we're just expected to just like be like, oh, this this is happening, and you're going with it. The there was a breakneck pace from the minute this movie started to till it ended. I didn't think any of the twists were twists because they were so obvious, and I knew all of them right away from the minute the movie started. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Um, I thought it was very predictable, which I thought kind of ruined it. And I thought that that fact that he was turned into a chair was so stupid. I didn't. Okay, like but it. like hottest chair ever, right? No, no. (laughs) And then, and then, so she's so so attractive. So like, okay, so Susan, you know, she's going to school or whatever, meets him. And then she sees the worm thingy, Mm -hmm. goes to the ruins, picks up a thing, turns into a cat. She's like, oh, okay, I guess whatever, I guess. And then he's, then the next thing, you know, he's a chair. All right, why don't you try talking to this cat? Why don't you ask some questions beforehand? Like, also, why are you run like there was no backstory to Susan A. We didn't know that she was like fed up with her aunt or like her felt suffocated until like three-fourths of the way through the movie. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm gonna go follow this chair that I just met four minutes ago. Um, and then all of a sudden they're in love. I I'm sorry. They had no chemistry. None. <laughs> um maybe I just maybe I wasn't picking up on it. But when he was a chair, I didn't feel any chemistry there. Um when he was a human at the end, I was like, oh, okay, this is a cute moment they're having. When, you know, when he was like, I'll come visit or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, I was just like, I I wish. I wish there had been more more buildups to any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we didn't have any time for that in between the her working at a a, a restaurant at night and uh, chasing a cat around town on a boat or something. Um, yeah, and then I I don't I don't know. I just didn't. In terms of in terms of telling like the of the coming of age story. I don't think they succeeded, um, but I don't think they like totally failed because I think they did. I mean, it, it it came out of nowhere where her aunt was just suddenly accepting of it. Um, and then they never really had a full discussion about her yelling at her that she wasn't her daughter and all this. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like a lot of the interactions. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Those are my thoughts. I, I wasn't super high on it. I really liked the animation. I liked Suzume as a as as an individual character. Um, I thought her interactions with everyone were like super funny or you know interesting at least. Um, and mm -hmm. I especially liked all the people she met on like her little road trip. I thought they were like like highlights uh especially when she had to like babysit the two kids and <laughs> she, i don't know she was like being she had no idea what to do um and the talking uh, the talking chair i just can't like why why did we have to do it it was dumb i was a little upset that he got turned into a chair to be completely honest he spent too long as a chair i think i would have been okay with it if he got turned back like quicker like i didn't need to see an hour I... and 15 minutes of a chair. I know when he they like they designed him so attractive too. Like what a tragedy. Um Oh, the voice cast was great though. I I oh, thought yeah. they all I thought they all did a fantastic job. Um and they don't all have a lot of like um voice acting like credits. Mm -hmm. Um I think Suzume is this was like her first one and I thought she killed it. So yeah, I thought that the, the cast was amazing. And the soundtrack, as always. The soundtrack's always oh, good. So good. Radwimps is so good, you guys. So yeah. good. Um, They played. I, like, watched, like, I watched Suzume. And then, like, a week later, I saw them in tour. It was so good. And they played also, I refuse to believe that when she bumps into Chica, uh, the first person she meets and catches all those oranges it's not a love live reference because freaking chica in love live sunshine her name is chica and she works on an orange farm that's her fan like that's what they do it's possible they made like a lot of references so i have a bunch of tabs open here so we can talk about like some of the theories and some of like the easter eggs and stuff like that um right. but um let me, did I write this down? Okay, yes, I can close this tab. Um, okay, so my thoughts on the movie. So it's been a while since I saw it because I, I did not rewatch it. Normally I will rewatch stuff, but I just haven't had the time um, or the energy to be completely honest. It was more energy than anything. Um, so I, um, I'm just going based off of my original impression from forever when I watched it. Um, I really did enjoy this film. However, I do think that I don't want to say it was like disappointing compared to the other two, but I think I just went in expecting a little bit more, especially because we got a release later than Japan and I'd heard mm -hmm. so much hype about this film ahead of time. So yeah. I think that like the hype going into the film compared to what the film actually was compared to your name and weathering with you, it just kind of led to disappointment. Not that the film itself was a disappointment, but it just felt that like all of those factors kind of, affected it um i will say that i definitely echo your second sentiment that like i i actually really didn't like the whole chair thing even when they explained it that she was like she had made this chair and blah 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 like they could have done a million other things that wasn't like a piece of furniture like that was so silly yeah but the, but then the payoff for it is when she's in the like other place or whatever and she gives her child self the chair like at no point did i ever like from the beginning of the movie did i not know that that was her like i knew yeah. immediately i'm like that looks like you i thought like, it was her mom to be honest no but... i i knew i knew immediately i was like 
I was like, that looks just like her. That's definitely just her giving herself the chair. Um, which I don't know. I it's it's whatever. That that kind of stuff's whatever, but I didn't like the I you know, I didn't like the chair stuff. But keep going. No, yeah. So I just I feel like it's such a waste that they like genuinely like they created like such an attractive and charismatic character that like really couldn't shine because like he was a chair. Mm -hmm. And also losing his voice and like losing his autonomy. Um also, did becoming a chair like make him a super powered chair? Because he was he was leaping through the air like he was a Marvel superhero. That's true. That's true. I, I had no I, idea that chairs were so crazy. I didn't know they. Were, I didn't know they. No had wonder we a, have to sit on them. Otherwise, they'd be going everywhere. <laughs> they got such leg strength, you know. Even with three, they're just boom, jumping yeah. up onto bridges. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I really think that they could have done something different with this movie, and I think it would have been a lot more successful. Like, perhaps, like, she, like, Sota has to help close the doors, but for some reason she gets entangled with him and also has to help close the doors. And they could have gone around closing doors just as the two of them with, the with like, Daijin, like, coming along, right? And I think it would have been just as good, if not a better story, as just having those two travel together and seeing how their relationship develops. Rather than like, there's a girl that's, with a chair. <laughs> that's the movie I would have preferred, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I want, like, at the end you're expected to be like, yeah, there's a relationship here. And I'm like, is there? I was like, because I'm like, you, maybe. Honestly, there's maybe, trauma bonding there. <laughs> yeah. maybe And maybe it would have been easier to see him like developing feelings or whatever if he was a person and they could have animated i don't know some facial expressions or some emotions but instead we get a chair and i don't know about you i can't tell the emotions of a chair yeah and i mean i think that there's probably an argument to be made that like perhaps if they had animated the chair differently we would have been able to figure stuff out blah 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 but like i just at the end of the day like it's a freaking chair you guys <laughs> like yeah yeah it's a chair it's a freaking chair hottest chair ever i will admit but it's a chair come on i would much rather have stared at soto's face and hair i loved his hair Ugh. love it yeah apparently so did suzume that 15 second shot at the beginning is all it took she's like i'm in i would be too honestly <laughs> she's like she's like i don't know anything about this guy I know a giant worm just came out of a door, but I am in. Uh, um, okay, so we have a bunch of random articles that have... Yeah. Oh my god, he's so attractive with the mole. Like, come on. Come on. He has, he has a good character design. I wish I could have seen more of it. I know. Um, so I have a couple of articles here. We've got one from Polygon, one from Screen Rant. We've got a couple Reddit threads, stuff like that. One from Slash Film that I've never that, heard of. Can them. you read that Polygon one? Because I normally disagree with everything they say. Okay, so Polygon, the article is called Suzume's Best Studio Ghibli Reference is its final subtlest one. So there's apparently a bunch of Studio Ghibli references in the film. Um mm -hmm. So someone on social social media spots Daijin, the Keystone Cat riding a train on his own, compares the images to Whisper of the Heart. That is very true. Um, a subtler 
reference. Uh, okay, I knew this. I was freaking out. I was like, this is one of the songs from a Ghibli. This is a Ghibli film song. I literally told my family. I was like, I don't know if this is like a song that be became popular because of the Ghibli film or vice versa. Like it's like it's it shocked me. But um, when they're in the in the um, in the car. car and they're driving, they play um, Roge no uh, Dengong. Which yeah. is like a Kiki's Delivery Service song. Yep. Yeah. And it's so I love that song. By the way, that song is. Is so that cool. what they're saying is the most subtle one? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. But the, like, okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting subtle. to it. Um. The subtlest. Uh. The best. I'm so sorry. The movie's best Ghibli nod is its subtlest. In fact, it might not even be a real full reference, and yet it resonates so much more if you read it as one. Um. Obviously, there's a spoiler tag here throughout the movie. Accidental companions, Suzume and Sota journeying across uh, Japan, closing magic doorways. Um, it's not too far of a leap to compare those portals to the magical destination switching doorway scene in Howl's Moving Castle. This feels especially true when Suzume first leaps through one of these doors and sees a lush meadow covered in wildflowers, a landscape that could easily fit alongside the gorgeous field that Howl shows Sophie in the Miyazaki films. Um, viewers learn that this doorway... Uh, this is a doorway to the afterlife, and the reason Suzume can see it is because she somehow wandered into the realm as a little girl. Um, mm, 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 sorry, I'm trying to edit here as I read. Um, Suzume learns that she must return to the door she originally entered if she wants to save Sota, so she returns to the ruins of her hometown. This sequence is reminiscent of, a, of the climactic scene in Howl's Moving Castle in which Howl's castle is destroyed. Um, Sophie finds its magical door resting on some rocks among the ruins. Um, uh, opening that door, Sophie stumbles into Hal's childhood and a past version um, of the meadow he showed her. I mean, I Funny guess I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like it was like, especially like the the wildflowers and stuff. It felt reminiscent of Hal's Moving Castle, but it didn't feel like a reference to Hal's Moving yeah. Castle. Yeah, that that's where I am falling on. I don't think I think I think it's just something that shares like a similarity with it rather than being a direct nod. I have that song stuck in my head now, by the okay, way. Okay, well, you can to it song. After. it's so good. Um, okay, there you go. There was that one article. Um so yeah, I mean I definitely got the references to Kiki's. I was like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. And I freaked out. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, what? Suzume is a movie he's been slowly building his whole career up to. Uh, he should he should rethink that. I mean, listen, I get it. Like, this is supposed to be okay. This is okay. This is where I was like a little disappointed because with your name into weathering with you we have like the disaster into another disaster and i get that this was like kind of like disasters happening around the country kind of thing but it felt like it should have referenced like like it should have referenced weathering with you like a lot more because weathering with you was like something that happened that was like irreversible right yeah and so i mean they they literally changed they changed the world in weathering with you and yeah. the characters from your name are in Weathering With You. Yes. 
So um, this doesn't feel like the third part of the trilogy. Cause like, even though the references to your name were like subtle, like it still felt like those were connected. Yeah. I don't consider this. this feel connected. I don't consider this connected to them at all. This is supposed to be the final of like his trilogy of movies. Yeah. Well, in, in my um, mind, I can't find a way to connect them where it would make sense. Um, Unless it's like the prequel to everything, <laughs> yeah. but even then, um, I don't know. I I don't maybe maybe I'm having a harder time. Uh, so like, weathering with you is what well, is probably is either my my favorite or my like second or third favorite anime movie of all time. Um, and I gave that one a perfect ten, and I gave your name a nine out of ten. Um, and I absolutely love both. Um. And I think maybe when I w was hearing all the hype, because, you know, I waited for it to come to Crunchyroll before I even watched it. Um, and so I, maybe hearing all the hype and everyone talking about how perfect and, like, how great it is, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, it's going to be better than than those two movies. And your name in Weathering With You, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, and by the end, I was like, I was like, when it ended, I was like, that's it? I was like, I was like, okay. I'm like, it was good. I was like, I don't think it was weathering would like there was no scene and i think it was kind of trying to make you feel a similar emotion uh or almost like um almost reference the scene so you know in weathering with you when hina and him are falling in the sky and they like have to reach out oh, for each other so good yes um and you know the song starts playing and it's just mm -hmm. the best i'm gonna watch that movie later um <laughs> um but when when Suzume and him are falling in when they get shot up by like the worm and stuff and they mm -hmm. both have to like slam the thing down like i'm like i kind of feel like you want this to be as dramatic as that scene was but it's just not working for me i'm not mm -hmm. getting the same emotion yeah that there's just so many magical scenes in weathering with you specifically like all of like the ocean life that's like literally water like flying around oh it's so cool i love that anyways um okay so i have another reddit thread that's like uh easter eggs in suzume um so uh when there's a news broadcast um about daijin the music that plays is actually the itomori high school music itomori high school is the high school that they went to in your name oh so. i didn't get that one Nice. Yeah. Um, Suzume, when she walks around Tokyo, passes through a street with green fencing that is from uh, Weathering with You. I yeah, I did. I did get. Um, I did see that one. It's the last scene when Hodaka meets Hina on the street. Mm -hmm. See, so if they're referencing it, like this is what I'm saying: is this supposed to happen before the events of Weathering with You or after? Because if it's after. You done did messed up. <laughs> if it's after, I don't know how it could be referencing when they, unless, which which scene where they meet on the street? Are they talking about where they meet the street for the first time or they meet on the street at the end of the movie? At the end of the would, movie. Well, then I don't see how that would be referencing it or make sense yeah. because the whole Tokyo is underwater. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. Spoilers for weather and view. Um... Did those sometimes Reddit people crack me up? 
Oh, they're right. Like, people are insane. There, there's like so there's the thread is called there's a your name Easter egg in Suzume. And then people are like, why didn't you mark this spoiler? <laughs> Everything's a spoiler. There would Don't obviously you know be spoilers. Like, come on. Um let's see. There's also like a theory from like one of these Reddit threads that Daijin may represent Suzume's mom, but I don't think I agree with that. If if that's the case, I didn't get that at all. Well, so here's here's the thing. So Suzume's mother was said to have disappeared, and I thought it was implied that maybe her mother either disappeared into the Ever After or how I saw it became the Keystone. That would be cool, but I don't think I got that. Um, so just I'm just gonna look up something for a comparison real quick. Yeah. Um, um there's an another little note here that says I also understand that her mother disappearing is representative of the thousands of Japanese citizens who also disappeared during the natural disaster 2011 tsunami. I'm saying I don't think the movie explicitly shows her death because it keeps her fate open ended. No, she's dead. Yeah, but like, is she dead because she became a keystone, or is she dead because she went to the Ever After, or is she dead because she got swept away by the tsunami? Because she got swept away by the tsunami. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's interesting. It's interesting, but I don't think there was enough evidence to support or Like, theories are, to me, only viable when you have evidence that backs it up not not a theory that you that could happen but you don't have evidence for it mm -hmm. you know here's um, a new question here's another question for you how did you feel about daijin um i don't know it was it was okay um i didn't quite get the whole like character switch because they go for daijin goes from leading them around all the doors um and kind of i don't know you kind of are like oh he's the antagonist to all of a sudden helping them but then she's like oh you were leading us to close all of them and i was like why didn't you just take two seconds and like ask like why did you just talk to daijin for a second um yeah. or why didn't daijin just say that um so it kind of just it the character switch um, yeah but it's it, like it's Did like it that on? chaotic, like neutral that kind of cats are, right? Like, yeah, so I get it, it, but it's also I, I get it. It's it a frustrating didn't, character. Yeah, it didn't it didn't come off as well. I was fine with it because um, I was like, oh, maybe Daijin realized, like, because Daijin got so disappointed when Suzume said that he, she like hated him and whatever. Um, and then I was like, oh, maybe he wants Suzume to like love him again or whatever. And so that's why he's doing this. And so he'll be happy again. Um, but I just, I, so I went and looked up all three, your name, weathering of you and Suzume, um, mm -hmm. their scores, uh, on Mal. So out of 136,000, I'm going to round, um, reviews, Suzume has an 8.3. So that's out of 136,000. Out of 582,000, Weathering the View has an 8.28. So if you round it up, it'd be an 8.3. Um, so 
Weathering with You has five times the amount of reviews, all, almost the exact same score. Your Name has 1.8 million reviews, 8.8. Um, I know I'm in the mi minority that say Weathering with You is better than Your Name, but I still think Your Name is better than Suzume. Um, and I honestly would expect, now that Suzume is more widely available, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ranked, like, the lowest out of all of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I think between the three films, I think that Suzume is definitely the worst of the three films. But I still think it's, like, solidly good. I think that I would rate it, like, a seven. And then I'd probably a, yeah, rate the seven. other two probably like an eight i'd have to like think about it but i think i still like i still think i like was kind of subject to like overhype with those movies like going into them um i think i actually would agree with you that i like weathering with you more than your name but just because i think it's like more enjoyable I think that perhaps the, the story and the, like the storytelling, like the technicality of the storytelling in your name is probably a little bit better. Yeah, I would agree with that. But overall, I think I enjoy weathering with you more. Yeah. I um, mostly enjoy weathering with you more because of the characters. Um, and I think, I think that's something that I would have liked to see more in this movie. Not that there weren't characters, but we didn't spend a lot of time with them. Like we spend a lot of time, with Hina and all of them in Weathering With You. Um, mm -hmm. And we get to know them. And we see months and months, like months of time um, and how they change. And this, Susan May happens in like, what, a week? Uh, I think it's longer than that, but it feels like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, but there's no like, there's no like sense of how long it's been. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I just... It's good, but that's it. It's not great. Yeah. I would agree with that. So I have this last thing from Screen Rant here. Um, I don't know how good this is going to be, but it has this little blurb that says, Suzume's ending explained. So okay. let's see. Um, so to understand the actual meaning of Suzume's ending, it's important to keep in mind that, like in all works of uh, Makoto Shinkai, the characters and the story are a vehicle to convey a message to the audience. According to an interview Shinkai did for the Berlin Film Festival, um, the great earthquake of 2011 changed his life radically. He realized he could no longer create entertainment for the sake of it, but his mission had to be to use his art to share the traumatic experience with the world um, and perhaps find some meaning in it. This is where Suzume comes from and what inspired Shinkai's uh, previous movies, too. In the movie, the worm represents the destructive power of nature, which lays dormant until it's unleashed on the world. The doors open in abandoned places because, according to Sota, the weight of people's feelings is what quells the land. Through Suzume's journey, the movie shows the natural beauty of Japan, but also the tragedies that natural disasters leave behind. The only thing that people can do when faced with them is accept their role as part of something larger and move on, looking at the future with hope. The doors that Suzume and Sota close literally connect the, uh, the past to the present and future, thus the gesture of closing them is a metaphor of coming to terms with the past, no matter how tragic it is. Um, time is also an important element in his works uh, that returns in Suzume. Um, when she wanders through the door as a kid, Suzume met someone she believed who was her mother. Um, even if the memory faded with time, however, the finale reveals that the person was actually grown up Suzume, something that um, was possible because, as explained by Sota earlier in the movie, in the ever after all times, 
exists simultaneously. Um, meetings with future self is somewhat an overused cliche, but it's worked better um, than usual in this specific case. I would agree with that. Um, let's see. Ultimate, ultimately, Suzume is a movie about the power of memories and feeling connected to people, uh, exemplifying by the fact that to close the door, Suzume and Soto have to think about the people who lived in that place and their feelings. The ending of Suzume may not be as shocking as that of your name or as sad as weathering with you, but it's relatively effective in transmitting the message that he is uh, strives to communicate to his audiences. So that's what the article says. I would agree with a lot of that. Um, I did think that the destructive nature of the worm was well illustrated. I did think it was cool um, when Suzume would like see places that were destroyed or whatever, um, but then others just saw it like normal. And whether mm -hmm. that was the past and then people are seeing the present and how they like rebuilt after the natural disaster or whether it would be the future after it was destroyed. Um, I thought all that was very cool and very well done. Um, I don't know. I just, I, 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 it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like brand new. It, it felt like just more of what we'd come to expect from him, I guess. Yeah. In terms of like natural disasters. Because there's, yeah. there's one in every every one of these three films that we talked about. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about, like in terms of like soundtrack, in terms of um, themes for the movie, characters? Oh, just, just keep giving me the banger soundtracks, at least, you know? I know, right? Oh, my God. Red Wimps is so good. Like They're so good. They have no... Okay, how are they, like, a full, like, rock band, like, popular rock band that has banger music, and on top of that, they do film soundtracks? They are so amazing. I don't know, but is there, like, some agreement? Like, hey, I'm making a movie. You guys have to be in it. <laughs> I mean, when well, they're giving you banger soundtracks like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they probably You'd get be like, paid. so you guys are helping this time, right? <laughs> you just called them up. Yeah, guess what? Another movie. And another one. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me two or three songs and we're good. They do the whole soundtrack. Yeah, I know. Okay. I was like, they they like they're like the full OST. Um they are, they'd be crazy, man. Okay, let's see. Is there anything else that I wanted to say about the Suzume? I think I said mostly, I think that I do just want to reiterate, like, I really think that this could have been, like, a great film on par with the other two, if not even better, if they had literally just not done the chair thing. And that's really sad. I think, I think reduce the chair <laughs> thing, uh, slow down some of the breakneck pacing, um, and give me some more character development and relationship development mm -hmm. um and i you know, and i think I thought, that stuff would have all naturally happened without yeah, the chair without thing. the chair yeah um i also thought that his sota's whole um uh you know his whole family lineage of sealing the doors and keeping them away and everything mm -hmm. i was like that sounds cool tell me more about that and then, yep. and then they're like nah Bye. no we're not gonna <laughs> tell you about that but here's here's a dying guy in a hospital bed. Yep. Is he gonna tell you? No. Nah, no. Nah, nah, nobody's gonna tell you anything. Oh man, so frustrating. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you finally got to watch it though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that 
we're getting, even though, you know, it is months later. I'm glad that uh, we are getting these films. Um, what is that movie? That also that I watched. Uh, me, Lonely Castle me... in the Mirror. That movie. Okay, I really enjoyed it, right? Like, I even messaged you. I was like, man, this movie was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. It has some pretty terrible reviews. I was like, what? Like, I, like, totally, I watched it, rated it, and, like, like just went, went on my own way. I was like, bye. So now I'm, like, really curious to, like, I want you to watch it. Because I'm like, am I just, like, so tone deaf on this? It's got or... a 7.5. It's not awful i mean um, only five thousand people have rated it yeah i mean it feels like it should have a higher score than that but anyways yeah i i would really be interested to see like how you feel about it like when it finally is like available to watch because i was like i feel like this movie was so good I got to tell you, I'm not a super big fan of anyone's design except for the girls. I This movie is very, very, very heavy. Like, story heavy. Okay. So, it's like kind of... I would recommend going in as blind as possible. But it's like kind of like a mystery thing. Where you're trying to figure out what's going on. So. Like, clue sure it is based on a book though and i did buy the book because it's available on books like that the app so i bought it and so i, I want to read it <laughs> yeah called books yeah is, is that an app yeah okay that's okay, what apple I, calls their their like oh. their version of like the kindle app is books oh i i see i i never knew that i didn't yeah, know if you okay legit Real story. Um, they have a really they have a bunch of deals with a bunch of like light novel and manga sellers for books, and so you'll find that a lot of books that are not licensed either like physically or digitally anywhere else will be available on books. They they have like a bunch of licensing deals with them. Yeah, I don't have an iPhone, so anymore. Rest in peace. Boo. Boo. This phone's so much better. Do you have the flip one? I want that's the only no, thing that would get me away from no, an iPhone. The, I thought about it, but then I heard that those ones are so prone to breaking. My brother has one of the flips. I just can't remember which one it is. But also, like you have to get one know, of the newer ones, though. And also, how do you put a screen protector on that thing? You don't. You just <laughs> like, don't exactly. drop the phone. <laughs> well, I'm gonna drop the phone. I've dropped this phone multiple times already. All right. Um, okay. Well, that's the next one that we for, should for sure. Um, actually, the next thing that we're reviewing, I think we're going to do two or three reviews in a row, but we have to review um, the next Ghibli film. It's coming out four oh, days. Yeah. All right. The advanced screening is in four days. So, and I've seen nothing. The Boy and the Heron, that's what it's called. I've seen nothing besides the fact that. Like I saw like I saw the, some of the American voice cast and that's it. I saw the initial trailer. I haven't seen even a trailer for it because oh, really? like, I'm I mean I'm like I'm gonna watch it either way. Why not go and wait? Are you blind? You're not you're not gonna watch it with the English voice cast, are you? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. English, get out of here. We watch subs in this household. <laughs> Unless I'm not yes. around and then I don't care what they watch, but. But you so, hope yeah. in your heart that they're respectful enough to watch subs. Yeah, my dad actually is worse than subs or dubs. He actually just doesn't listen to the sound. I don't even know how. That, that's like half the experience. Yeah. So he doesn't listen to like any like music. Like he has no idea what the soundtracks are. He doesn't have any idea how the names are pronounced or anything like that. So sometimes he'll be like, oh, I was watching this show. And then he'll just like give me a character name. And I'm like, who? Well, what are you talking about? And I, oh, you mean this person? Because he just like, well, I was watching like, Demon Slayer and Tangyro did this cool stuff thing. like that. It's like so like off the walls pronouncing pronunciations, and I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, he watches anime while he's on the treadmill, and so he's no. like, I won't be able to hear it anyways. You should, what? <laughs> yes, you can just turn it off. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane yeah. logic. It is. It is insane. I'm like, you're missing out. He watched. He watches so much stuff that I'm like, those shows have some of the best soundtracks ever, and you just don't even you hear don't, a single song. You don't hear it. Yeah. All right. Silly. All right. Well, we're almost at an hour here. We will be reviewing the Boy and the Heron next. I don't know if it'll be chron. I'm sure it will be chronologically the next episode. I may actually not skip a week. We may have three episodes come out back to back. So. I guess we'll chat soon, guys. Fine Have a good two weeks or weeks or something. Whenever we see you, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>